0: Oh, what? About that job. Alright. Yo. <laughs> this is your boy Neat. And right across from me is Chase Doe. And this is the Pushes Podcast, and we are your hosts. This is episode five. Five, nigga. And a lot has happened in this world this past week. But first, let me ask you, how was your week, brother? What's new with you? Shit, ain't shit nigga. You know, everything the same around here. It just got some shit going on that we got to get into, you know, desperately this week, man. Yeah, we got a, a lot of shit to get to this week. but Trust me. We're going to start off with this um Shonda Rhimes leaving ABC for Netflix. What's your thoughts on that? That's a big deal, man. Yeah. Sh- Shonda's talented. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, You just see all her shows that she's making and... You know, you don't even see all of the shows that she done made, but, you know, for her to have a large number of them, like, top this and top that, it's just, you know, it's astounding, man. And then she go on to Netflix, she gonna get a bigger check, and then on top of that, now the content that she gets to make now is really gonna be her own. She already has her own with her own writers and stuff like that. Yeah, she like got that. Shondaland, the Shondaland yeah. imprint with her and her 30 employees, so... She taking all on Netflix. Oh yeah, of course. That was that was the play. And the check gonna be bigger. Yep. To go there to catapult the uh, the the brand, the the imprint. She was with ABC for fifteen years. Made Grey's Anatomy. Yep. Scandal. How to wait? How to get away with murder? Like, of course, that creativity applied into that, and you get more creative control at Netflix. Man, she gonna give you something amazing, man. I, I just got a feeling she is. Yeah, she need a round of applause. Fuck that, for, for sure. Like for making that that move, that shit definitely deserved one, boy. Trust me, it's well worth it. Goddamn it. Good job, Shonda. Well worth. It. But um, despite despite Netflix being twenty billion dollars in debt. They're they quote-unquote disruptor in the, in the game, and they definitely should be taking more serious after after a move like this and acquiring somebody like this. Yeah, but, you know, like you see, they moving. They keep signing people who, hey, week after week, month after month, they're signing new new acts, and they're trying to get a fresh approach on their brand because, you know, I just got to say, cable getting dead. Yeah, because, man, Netflix offer the same shit TV offer. Mm-hmm. Same movies, same shit to keep your kids watching. So or a cheaper cover price. Man, fucking ten what, ten dollars a month or something like that? $12.99. So yeah, like come on, man. Can't lose with that. So Yeah. You got anything you trying to catch on Netflix? Like any shows you've been watching or wanting to watch or waiting to see? Yeah, yeah. I mean September coming up, so you know narcos coming back. Definitely waiting yeah. on narcos yeah, right. I'll be hearing She's I'm good. hearing good shit about uh, this Ozark shit. I want to catch it, but dude. I never I never <laughs> Got into it yet? But I, I definitely want to catch it. Yeah, season two should be coming soon. It just got picked up from what I just heard. Yeah, I want to. Uh, they got some show. Uh, the Defenders up there. The Defenders, I yeah, seen that with the uh, Marvel made it. I, yeah, I'm definitely waiting on um, nice. Season three of Daredevil. I, I can't wait to get back in that one. I was I was cool with Luke Cage, but I wasn't really big on it. It was it was okay, but that Daredevil man, I'll fuck with that Daredevil. I'm good yeah. with that. But uh, some other shit up there They got some show called uh, Cop Watchers It's about uh, citizens who's, uh, Who seek to stop police brutality By videotaping arrests Yeah As, it, it, It's not a show But it looked like a documentary Or whatever But I, I, I just wanted to catch it It seemed like it's pretty Like it's pretty straight or whatever They got that damn That El Chapo uh, series up That oh, I yeah, seen Oh yeah I seen that I definitely want to catch that Man he getting shit from Motherfucking uh, Pablo Escobar Yeah I ain't even know that shit. You haven't seen it yet? Nah. Oh, I seen it. I watched the whole series what they had uh, so far. What they put up in there. it's, uh, it's a true story. True yeah, yeah, of story Based on his life, of course. He that nigga went through a lot of shit on that on that on that shit. That man went through a lot of shit. Hey, but that hey man. Then I ain't even know that. I'm like yo, like he was copping from uh hey. Pablo. I ain't. I swear I ain't know that. But hey, no wonder that boy was so big and was able to yeah. do whatever the fuck he wanted to do. He get he getting it from the rip like. Real plug. They call that boy Chapo. Everybody call that boy Chapo. Yeah. Chapo. Hell yeah! He boy. was the boss boy. He hot head, temper guy. But hey, he man, was the boss. Man, all they asked was hot temper. You see how nah. fucking uh, Escobar was? Yeah, but nah, them niggas was. Hey, them niggas was scared of Chopper, but they know Chopper nah, <laughs> the ain't play. That's one thing. Even the big bosses, they knew Pablo ass ain't play either. Shit. Yeah. All right, but you you see what the hell uh, going on with Apple? Apple trying to be a player in the game too. They got. Yeah, uh, they ready uh, a billion dollar budget to hop in this Hollywood uh, programming. So. What's your thoughts on that? That's crazy I mean, you know, whatever Apple do or whatever they touch anyway, you know, they going they going to gain a profit. But that's a big deal cuz you see they jumping into the, they trying to get into Netflix pocket. Just to be honest, I mean, they jump into that TV programming. Yeah. Their goal is, hey, we can put out some content too. They going to give who they really going to give money to is the, is the, the smaller players like the like uh, I don't mean to call them smaller players cuz they doing their thing like Hulu and uh Amazon and whatever they doing yeah. in, the, in the TV industry Apple but, gonna come and eat that up with they, but, because their marketing is and, and their exposure is ridiculous yeah but I see a lot of Apple I see them doing a lot with uh, musicians I see them doing a lot of uh, it could be like little concerts like how you got um, I thought that I was you know, like yo they should grab the, the artists that they sign exactly. they should get them to, to do like a, a, An EP a or show some shit. or something yeah, like a that a show yeah Or release an album Or release release a mixtape Like it's gonna be Some shit like that And they gonna do A lot of shit musically Cause like, if you look like, like if you look at uh, Apple's They marketing clout And their global reach That That easily make them A competitor In a crowded market but, it, yeah, because it is... I mean, right now, that's what everybody doing. That's the play. You know what I'm saying? You got Go90, uh, you got Hulu, you got Amazon, you got Netflix. You, you even got the TV networks uh, putting out exclusive content uh, straight to mobile apps and shit. So imagine, you know what I'm saying, trying to... Apple trying to hop in that that space and trying to compete. It's going to be even harder, but it's not for... for a smaller player but for somebody like Apple that's going to be a breeze you know what I'm saying Yeah. you putting everything pushing everything straight to the to the consumer's phone you know what I'm saying because you already producing the phones you know what I'm saying you ain't really got no nothing to pay for or nothing to look out for because you really doing that but I think Apple cover charge going to be a lot higher just for the content just with the of what they doing I just, I just want to see how TV going to look after Apple get in that's TV ain't going to look see. like shit because they already got like Apple that. TV TV, TV going to look exactly like your your iPhone 7 or, or Samsung S8. It's going to look just like that. Yeah. People ain't, people ain't because they already streaming football games and all that shit to, to these social networks and social media. So pretty much TV ratings are going to be, they probably already down. I ain't got the statistics on that, but they already down probably. Yeah. So just imagine in a couple more years, man, everybody going to be mobile phone, mobile phone, mobile phone. That's it. Damn right. Hey man, so uh shit, it's talking about Apple. Like anybody new drop this week? Like what dropped this week, man? Uh music wise? Yeah, music wise. Uh that Davies drop, I ain't get a chance to Davis. check that out, okay? Davis. I know uh being a big clips fan, I know No Malice dropped the um yeah. a project the the Let the Dead Bury the Dead. I gotta check that out. Yeah, I ain't really get into it how I want to. Um, I know um, Kodak dropped one. Broward Broward heavy this weekend. Kodak and yes, Ace sir. Hood. Kodak and Ace Hood dropped one time for Broward. You know what I'm saying? Give it up for Broward. Yes sir. But um, Kodak, yeah, he dropped part. need to keep two. holding down. My dog had went to the uh, release party of uh, Ace Hood it was just you know mixtape type you know album it was an album feel but it was a mixtape now nah, it was a, a, you a, know, a, a ep it was yeah, his EP. first uh, independent shit that uh ace finally uh Put out, you know what I'm saying. Got some joints up there, from what I heard. You catching up? So, you catch him on? You, uh, did you catch him on the Breakfast Club interview? Yeah, called. Yeah, the, um, the EP called Trust the Process. Kodak shit. The Project Baby Two. That's what I'm talking about. I just want to stick it there for one more time, man. Broward County, man. Yeah, um, keep holding it down. But um, yeah, the, the a the uh, on the Breakfast Club shit. That was um, pretty much. He pretty much went up there and told. What everybody already knew. Like if you follow Ace and you, yeah. you you knew the whole story behind the fallout with him and Cal. I don't know if it's a real fallout because he said loyalty ain't going nowhere. So I fucked so with him I'm on that. You know what, what I'm saying? Cal yeah, yeah Caleb You know what I'm saying? Put him in a good position. He, he just, we, just gotta we, find his own way. He's he, making his own way now. He pretty much went up there and, and expressed it and, and just pretty much told you what 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 already was. You know what I'm saying? What we already, what you already should have known if you if you was following that whole incident. Yeah. He not moving with Caleb like that no more he on his own yeah, yeah he independent man hey i hope we do good man that's the way things yeah. look that's that's the that's the play that's the nowadays yeah. so can't blame him you know what i'm saying but uh yeah, yeah. Shouts out to ace man all day but uh yeah we're gonna uh get into another musician another artist meek mill meek mill. arrested um what last thursday night or whatever in new york uh, cops pulled him over in the car, or whatever, and they confronted him in, with statements and accusations of him riding dirt bikes the day before, not on Thursday, mm-hmm. the day before. And they they say they seen him on videos, on social media, Instagram or whatever, riding dirt bikes through the city or whatever. So mm-hmm. I guess the... Um, Meek seen the judge the next morning or whatever and those charges was dropped, quickly dismissed or whatever. He was charged with reckless endangerment. But the real reason for mentioning this, it ain't really uh, to bring up Meek, but I'm, I'm glad he got off that bullshit, especially with him going through all this legal shit already. The whole point is, like, what's your thoughts on how law enforcement moving nowadays by using social media to arrest and uh, catch suspect? Man, like I say, it's just a plea for them to have something to say when they do confront you, when they do get that chance to confront you. Man, it's a... Just a case of stopping frisk. That's all it was, you know. They stop you. Now they have proper cause to tell you, "Hey, look, man, we seen you in the city doing what you was doing." Hey, you know that's all it is, stopping frisk, man. And I, I you know, I don't appreciate that shit. Me being, you know, a person who, you know, had that happen to a couple times, you know. Thank God I beat them charges, you know. All day. At the sure, end of the day, man. yeah, trust me. But at the end of the day, you know, you got to look at the situation and be like, hey. If they have all rights, you know, when they do catch me, then damn, I gotta go down. But nah, we then, we ain't talking about just them that, pulling you over. We talking about them using social social media like Instagram or whatever That's just to, to catch. Uh, I guess these Not so Well some Some of these niggas Be high profile But some of these niggas Just be playing out stupid Like what's your thoughts On that Like Using that social media Yeah That's their avenue That's their avenue To see you To see you To see what you doing And then to When they do catch you In the street Guess what they gonna do They gonna ask you about it now, because guess what? They got a videotape, and they're, nah, they're they going to put in all that it. evidence. They're they going to confront your bitch ass in that interrogation room with that That's shit. That's what I mean. They ain't going to hit they, you, they ass. They they ain't gonna hit you in public with it. They're going to wait till they get you in their in headquarters, and, and, and bam, they're going to slap it on you and throw that phone right in front of you. Yeah, this you, ain't it? Evidence. Yeah, exactly. But my whole thoughts is because... The the reason police patrol your social medias, well not yours, but like people's social media, because motherfuckers think they cocky, they people arrogant, and most of all niggas ain't gonna stop talking. Niggas ain't gonna never stop talking, I mean, and they think they, they think they think they're above all. So police, like man, this is this easy. But do we think that about Meek? Man, Meek man, him riding bikes, that's that's cool, man. Niggas do that shit every day down here. So that but ain't do we that. think but do we think Meek is like uh, above the law and and flashy and you know I mean no nah, he'll do nothing. Sh- nah, he'll do nothing that makes him above the law because he don't he on papers and shit. So he ain't got time to be like trying to prove no point to niggas by flashing guns and all that corny shit. Like niggas be on that shit flashing guns and shit, knowing that they, they got a rap sheet or they got a record or they a fucking felon and they still up there pointing pistols at the fucking camera screen. Like y'all niggas dumb as fuck by doing some stupid shit like that. Like niggas like that I can't run with. I can't Is Meek still on probation? Yeah He's still on papers In in Philly So That's why you Like You gotta You gotta fuck with him On that point Where he don't be Flashing no pistols and shit Niggas around him Ain't flashing no pistols and shit Cause like He the nigga with the status Yeah Even though he ain't got the gun He ain't gripping the fucking gun They coming to get him He's the target Of all niggas It can be a thousand niggas On that block in Philly that nigga... The, the nigga they coming to snatch and coming to look for is fucking meat meal. The nigga with the status. The nigga who, who, who got a reputation. And something we seen they can this, And we seen this last week with uh, Zach. Zach. Yeah, Zebo. Same shit we were just discussing. Yeah. Shit is heartening, man. How the, how the way they use the system to put us in a box. And I mean, literally a box to, hey, that we gotta really use our noggin, you know, to get out of situation. Yeah, niggas need to know, man, social media ain't restricted to just civilians or just people like us. Them cops is regular people, you know what I'm saying? And whatever you post on social media, it, it, it can be read to the public by anybody. Yeah. So that's how they get your ass. You you tell them what you want everybody to know. You up here (laughs) posting how much you smoking. You know what I'm saying? They do damn near damn near post it who they got the shit from. Ready to tag niggas and shit. Talking about, yeah, but hey, back that up for the for the drill at such as like, nah, man, they pretty soon it's gonna get to that. You'll never catch me breaking along social media. Yeah, niggas quick to incriminate themselves cause they feel like they cocky and they arrogant. And they like, Bro like these niggas man they ain't gonna come get me or they don't know me. I they gon' know you. You put that right amount up there. They gon' come snatch your ass. Like this, just like uh what? Like a couple months ago, that nigga was a felon, nigga. But some nigga was a felon. He up there pistols all pistols in the in, in, in on uh, IG and shit on Facebook. Man, cracker came and grabbed his ass real quick before the end. Of, before the fucking night was over, they came and grabbed that boy. Boy, y'all better stop playing, boy. Hey, look here. When them, when them people come. Them alphabet boys coming knock on your motherfucking door. They already know everything. <laughs> they not coming to ask no questions. They coming to command and demand, nigga. They ain't coming and to ask no fucking questions. Which one of you questions. motherfuckers gonna flip? <laughs> they know who they looking for. They already know who they looking for, and, and they already know what you done did. So just know. But when they come at man, they come knocking on your fucking door, bro. They not asking no questions. They know all the shit already. <laughs> everything you done told them already. So just be prepared To go down there boy Dumb ass niggas Need to tighten up For real You, you right? Yeah These <laughs> boys Wow man that, that, like, That's just stupid shit to me <laughs> These niggas be quit, then be quick To talk, holler about a nigga ratting <laughs> Bitch your dumb ass ratting You ratting on yourself nigga That's gonna be Man that's gonna be A ton of them niggas That's in, the, in, in that penitentiary rash, All man. them niggas Gonna be in that bitch Talking about Yeah buddy Cracker grab my ass so. But some fuck nigga Done snitched on me I was on IG You know how I'm doing Flexing this shit, posting money, big-ass stacks. Know you dumb-ass dope dealers, all 20s, so they already know what it is, nigga. Whole fucking water 20s. Man, they cracker know what you doing. (laughs) How you got all 20s? Bank don't even give out all 20s, nigga. Like, how you got all 20s? (laughs) Come on, man. Y'all boys need to tighten up. For real. What's good, man? Let's get into another nigga we got to get into, bitch. Another nigga we got to get into. Speaking of... Dez. Speaking of families and shit. Yeah. Motherfucking Dez Bryant, man. What's up with you? Dez is my guy, man. If anybody know me, like I said previously on this podcast, man, I'm a diehard cowboy fan. And don't get me wrong. What we about to say need to be said, but I'm still going to root for your ass on Sundays. I was rooting for you when we played uh, the coach the other day in that... uh, Preseason game, we scored that touchdown, but we damn sure gonna have to touch on this one. They asked Dez about the protests or whatever. Dez tweeted, I got a family to (laughs) feed. And elected not to speak (laughs) on the national anthem protest, right? What's your thoughts on that? Dez, we all got families to feed. Dez. If you dose, stay in your lane <laughs> I, just, boy, I just need to throw that in there, man. But go ahead, you can finish. Dads, <laughs> we all got families to feed, Dads, for one. Trust. And for two, if you don't stand for something, you will fall for anything. will yeah, fall for any goddamn thing. And I don't think it's a problem that. They asked you about the pro, and you said, I don't want to make a comment. I mean, I understand that you had a lot of issues going on where you were, and you want to make sure that you keep your head, you know, on the swivel and about football. That's fine, but you should have said that. That's what they should have said. I'm going to keep my head on football. Come on, this. I had to come to the realization hey, that some people just paid to catch balls. <laughs> And I ain't going to pause that either. Double entendre. (laughs) Some people just paid to catch balls, man. Best receiver on America's team, the Cowboys. This was probably the best opportunity to take a stance and and make a valid point. And y'all talk about brotherhood and, and the league and all that shit. Come on, man. Nigga, they're the ship dancers. This shit shit is about uh, a nigga being selfish. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got like I know you probably got kids and shit, but it's like you ain't standing up in a town like this. Nigga, they depend on the NFL chip. You ain't got no principles. You ain't got no morality. No leadership. No character it's like come on man you can't be that kind of guy man that you that you look for your wallet more than you look for your respect yeah like like a nigga can respect somebody who be like man fuck it i got everything to lose but you know what i'm saying i care about my people i care about taking a stand so my kids don't go my my son who's gonna one day be a black man he ain't gotta go out here and worry about if somebody gonna kill if one of these cops gonna. I ain't, I ain't even gonna say somebody if one of these cops gonna kill him. That's why you take that stance. You take that stance so they can see you for for being a better person, not just being a great football player, but being an even better person. And and uh, Daquan Jones came on and said the same. Like he don't want to be labeled another uh, Colin Kaepernick. What? Like oh man, I ate it. it's. I'm being, I'm going into my fourth year. I gotta get paid. So what you in the contract year? <laughs> First of all, nigga, I don't even know who the fuck know Daquan Joe. Not not to throw shots, but damn, like who are you, like, stranger? Who, who, like, who, yeah, who the fuck is you? Hey, to make yourself <laughs> seem bigger than like actual real life that's going on. Like how detached are you, niggas? You know what I'm saying? Like how detached are y'all from from society, from y'all communities that y'all come from, from where you come from? Like, that's like how the, detached are y'all. y'all? 70% of the NFL is black, not from no fucking, and all of them ain't Huxtables, goddammit. And where the fuck 70% of them black people from? That's what I'm saying, they not Huxtables, like, come on, man, let's not, let's not play us play. They from man. the inner city. Like, come on, man, we, we ain't from even going where you and I came from. Man, they, like, at the end of the day, man, Daquan Jones and Dez Bryant, <laughs> man, y'all know what the deal is, man, y'all just... Stay in your lane. You got to, man. So, we're going to continue on with the football. What you think about uh, Mike Bennett and Marshawn sitting for the uh, National Anthem and these uh, preseason games? Facts. Look, you know why? They show love to my dog. Yeah, baby. man. Cap. D- Cap, we fuck with you, Cap. Of course. you seen the 75 uh, minority officers in New York for the NYPD at the protests helping... Uh, cap in, in the whole situation they had they they uh fish in and air with the um with cap t-shirts on yeah at the pro- at the protests down in um in the, up there in New York I thought that was it, I thought that was is. a good look you know what i'm saying damn right if he get this, if he keep getting support from us it, it, it's like applying pressure Exactly mm-hmm. Somebody gonna have to Pick him up Yeah It's not like Cause I heard somebody Try to make a uh, resemblance To what Cap Going through with Tim Tebow I'm like hell nah It ain't nothing like What Tim Tebow That talking. was Joe Montana He said that Yes In the fucking way Montana You was my nigga jo- But hey, you was in the way With Joe, that Joe was that guy But god damn Like man I don't think that's I don't think that- <laughs> Everybody getting it today man Boy it gonna be a world record Today yeah, boy. Man, everybody Everybody getting it, cause when it, when Joe Montana hit me with that one, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. You see what I mean? I couldn't believe it.
1: Okay. It was it There's almost no me to the same.
0: It, no almost, it almost hurt me just as much as when Vic tried to give that bullshit advice. But, yeah. um yeah, yeah. But but to stick on the, the 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 same topic pretty much. What you think about what uh, Hugh Jackson said? He don't want his players to sit for. He 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 don't think his players should sit for the anthem. Hey, he doing what he got to do. At the Cleveland Browns. He doing what he had to do to be the head coach of the NFL. You he barely got, got that fucking job in the first place. Yeah, but he but don't I, want to be a at that. He don't want to be a distraction because at the end of the day, who needs his job? <laughs> he needs a job. Period. Yeah, period. You know, but at the end of the day, he has to say that. He can't say, hey, I want to go on a limb and say, yeah. No no NFL coach is going to say that because you can't be bigger than the game. You're I'm a head a, coach. Uh, I'm going to give you some context on what he said. He said oh, yeah. he hope players don't protest and also states that hopefully the issues iron themselves out. Says the national anthem means a lot to him personally. He respects the players' right to protest. And wants the Browns organization to remain closed out and focused on football. Do you believe Hugh? Mm-hmm. How the fuck he know what his player's going through? True. Well, I mean, he talks to him. He a black guy. He from the inner city. He knows. Man. But at the same time, do you believe... When last time you seen Hugh in the inner cities? Hey, but do you believe Hugh when he said it means a lot to him? Of course you got to say that. That's that's PR. But that's, do you believe him? That's the question I ask. Yeah. I don't believe him. <laughs> I hear him. I, I I believe I believe when he I heard him and I believe him when he said that shit. I believe him wholeheartedly. Cause I think he one of them type niggas. So I, I definitely heard that. You just hear it in his rhetoric. You hear it in, in in his tone, his voice, how he sound. Shit I actually thought I heard I was listening to a white man. I had to open my eyes when I when I, when I clicked on the uh, the interview to make sure it was a black man. That shit he was talking, to, that's nonsense, man. He said he ain't spoke to his players about everything that's going on. So how the fuck you know how they feel? That's the only way you're gonna get down to it. This nigga just wanna make sure he keep the peace. Ain't no, man. Let's not talk about no fucking peace right now, That's man. what he trying to do. Peace. He need that job, man. But it don't matter. He should have brought in Kaepernick. You shouldn't have said shit. Don't say nothing about it then you talk about that? Oh, you hope things ironed out. Okay, what if Harriet Tubman uh, got her goddamn freedom and escaped slavery or whatever and just say, hey, fuck it. I hope things iron themselves out. <laughs> what if Martin Luther King, his shit, Martin Luther King had a nice-ass church in Georgia. <laughs> what if he just say, hey, I hope these issues iron themselves out. What if Malcolm X got out of prison and was like, hey, man, I done read the dictionary front to back. I done learned all my, my knowledge. I hope these social and <laughs> black issues iron themselves out. <laughs> <laughs> like what like for real? I know it's funny, but goddamn. Like what if that was the case? We'd be fucked up even worse than we is now. What the fuck, bro? Fucking iron themselves out. Come on, Hugh. <laughs> Stay in your leg. <laughs> All day. God damn, Hugh, you hurt my heart with that one. I thought you were gonna come in, and come through for me. <sighs> hey, fuck me up with that. <laughs> hope it iron themselves out. Man, you were in the way. But uh yeah, we gonna get on uh we just mentioned him. We gonna get on Pete Carroll and uh, Jason Garrett. Yeah, go Pete ahead Carroll say he respect but Pete Carroll kinda danced around it. He said he respect uh what uh Michael Bennett was doing. But uh he don't want him he he say he think everybody should stand for the for the national anthem. And um He was like, oh everybody in the Seahawks organization is connected and Michael Bennett is trying to find his heart. <laughs> Try. You see the shots they be taking, like on the low. You know what I'm saying? Trying to find, find his, his heart. heart. What the fuck is this a fad? What does that mean? Like, what is this a trend? Be, like, what is standing up for your people and and the little people that don't have a voice? How is that trying to find his heart? Nah, he doing what's right. Why do why the, why it just can't be that? Let me tell you something, man. I had I had this guy one time. He tried to tell me. I try to tell him I say, hey man I say, you see me you see a guy who's successful and you see a guy who's you know you know who, who can orate things who you know who's, who, who's great with words yeah but then I tell him person who's articulate exactly yeah but I tell him but you see the people who I represent the people that's behind me yeah they don't have no damn degrees they not very well spoken yeah they can't go on somebody job and demand for a price. Barely got high school diplomas. so You feel me? So, yeah. So, that's the type of group that I represent and I uplift. And I try to tell him. He was like, well, you can't be those people. You're not those people. You know, I looked him right in his face like he was they don't a understand damn fool. That. They don't understand that. I looked him in his face like he Some was a damn don't. fool. I said, yeah. I said, man, maybe you, you just detach. From where you come from. Or well, you can't take everybody with you. I'm not trying to take everybody with me. But guess what? Whatever knowledge I gain, I'm going to give it to the people who are next to me. Yeah. So that way they can gain what I gain. They can taste what I taste. Yeah. I got that from a guy who told me from Detroit. He was like, man, I told this guy. He was like, I told him, you got to taste what I taste. Once you taste what I taste, then you understand why I feel this way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That shit resonates. And same thing with uh Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett said the flag and the national anthem was sacred to him. Well, I believe him. I believe him. So for these coaches, I believe these is. white coaches, white owners and all that, to comment and praise the anthem and the flag and all this shit sacred or whatever, and not yet mention the brutality that's occurring in, in the country, Mainly in non neighborhoods and inner cities, it's crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's absurd. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not surprised. You know what else? Is because absurd? that don't affect them. I'm not surprised that they sticking to the triple C's. Yeah. The corporate cracker code. <laughs> you yes. know what I'm saying? Even with uh Hugh uh Hugh Jackson, sticking to the corporate coon code. Yeah, yeah it's triple C's on, on all boards. The ne- corporate ne- cracker ne- code. This and is the corporate what kills coon me. Code. This is what kills me. How the hell? A few years back all these niggas crying during the national anthem. National anthem playing niggas is crying during the football game cuz they, they 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 was ignorant to what the national anthem was. I guess they was sleep huh. They was they, they I mean we we always ignorant to what the national anthem is. But you know what I'm saying? When you I don't want to say you forced to pick sides, but like when you realize and understand what's what's occurring in the world, you like goddamn, you know what I'm saying? Like they like don't really care about us. They, yeah, like Mike. That's said. What, that's what it's they that's what it seemed like. Shit, That's what it would have seemed like. Basically, they treat us and people. I was always talking about. Oh, so you got to care for each other. Yeah, actions don't. A hey, hey, actions mean a lot. It's not about words. <laughs> it's about actions. And and JG, my guy, man, Jason Garrett, that's my guy. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I was I was I was capable for him to be the uh be the Cowboys coach. Shot but for him to say the anthem. And the flag is sacred. And to bypass the reason why these protests occur, you know what I'm saying? It, they indifferent to what's occurring in these inner cities. You know what I'm saying? So the flag is more sacred than a than a life? Well, they figure that lives were lost to save that flag. That's how they look at it, because you know, most of them they great grandfathers and I did I get you know, that yeah but that's that's what that's what the rhetoric comes from about it's sacred that's why I told you I believe him when he said hey it's sacred to me to my heart that's why yeah, I said I, I said believe the same shit I fucking believe Red. at the end of the day his damn granddaddy great 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 granddaddy really probably could have died for You're this right. damn country you know so it's sacred to him yeah John Lynch. So he said. He ass, said. That, yeah. He said that the, the anthem was a uh, means a lot to him and shit, and that these protests are divisive. They are divisive. Even though so he came out and uh, apologized a couple days later, but damage already done. You know what I'm saying? You already spewed that into the universe, so now everybody hears it. Okay, let's break down divisive. Divisive is to cause disagreement or hostility between people. Mm. So the reason people are protesting is to bring awareness to the ills of the black community to the forefront, right? Yeah, and I guess that's a problem. Most of them, most of us, black players from the NFL, like you mentioned, are from inner cities. And they feel the need, they need to speak out about the injustices that so often occur. And when these white bosses, white uh employers or owners or whatever tell players not to stand up and protest, is that not divisive? Yeah. That's a disconnect from them and their community. And is it's telling, that not divisive? Yeah, but it's telling them keep your mind on your job. You know, on any job you go to, they don't want no they don't want no rallies, they don't want nobody you know, coming coming up in groups and, and 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 you know they don't want none of that stuff starting on any job. So the NFL is like a job. I see where they're getting it from. They don't want nobody coming there and starting no shit. That's how it goes. That's just that that just it just blows my mind, man. Like what the fuck. Yeah, that's they go. But like I say, man, just it's shut up and around. play football. Huh? Yeah, basically Same, pretty much what Ray Lewis check, Pretty much what Ray Lewis told uh Colin Kaepernick. Just shut up and play ball. It's a lot going on. Like we get we get uh media at our fingertips. So of course we see the oppressions going on across the world in seconds. We see it in seconds. Oh, they just did this in LA. Oh, they just did this in Philly. Oh, they just did this in Miami. Oh, they just did this in Texas. Yeah. And, and if, you, if it happens all in one week, now we're hurt. Like, wow, this is what y'all do to us on a daily? Yeah. Because we see it every day of the week. So that's how it goes. So, of course, it, it, certain things always mean more to other people. That's true. But... You can't discredit somebody else's struggles and pain and and shit like that. They're not discrediting. The only thing they're saying is, hey man, if it didn't we're happen to you... We're not worried about that. Yeah, because if it didn't happen to you, why are you worried about it? It's not going to happen to you. Like, that's how they try to... That, that, that's how they condition the people. All right, so we're pretty much going to... Um, pretty much stick on to that same shit. And we're going to get into this national anthem since everybody think this shit's so fucking sacred. Hmm. And um, I guess he got his own mean, demeaning or whatever. But, you know... Star-Spangled Banner song they sing before these uh, football games was written by Francis Scott Key in yep. 1814 about the Battle of Fort McHenry They on, of course they only performed the first verse but Francis Scott Key wrote three verses I'm going to read it, it say and where is the band who so vauntingly swore that the havoc of war and the battle's confusion a home and a country should leave us no more their blood has washed out their foul footsteps pollution no refuge could save the hireling and slave from the terror of flight or the gloom of the grave and the star-spangled banner and triumph Doth wave, are the land of the free and the home of the brave. The mention of slave is uh, not the best of things, I guess. Not in that. And slavery was still alive and well in, in the US in 1814, obviously. And not in that context. And Key himself owned slaves, he was an anti abolitionist, and once called his African brethren, I don't even want to use the word brethren. A distinct and inferior race of people. Some interpretations of these lyrics contend Key was in fact taking pleasure in the deaths of free black slaves who decided to fight with the British against the United States. The reason this, the slaves was fighting with the British is uh, so they can fight for their freedom against uh, in, in the US and the colonies or whatever. So that was pretty much the reason blacks had joined the British and Francis Scott Key, of course he wrote about them being killed and, and, and all that shit in the, in the, the war and the battle. Like how you, like, I don't get it. Like they praise this damn Francis Scott Key who was a damn slave owner. That's crazy to me. Yeah. That was a history book lesson right there, big bro. God damn, I gotta call you Big Brown on that one. Yeah, that shit there is like I don't get but of course they don't they don't play this third verse, they don't mention this third verse, so of course out of sight, out of mind. So people ain't gonna have no uproar if they not singing this on that ball court or in that in that on that football field. So that's why people probably be like, oh, what's the big deal? Right here. They said slave and grave Wow say no refuge can save the slave mm-hmm. from the terror, terror of flight or the, the gloom of the grave come on man that's crazy. Huh? but people still caping and talking about this shit sacred let me get that up out of here um, you heard about what uh, Lebron James and Kevin Durant said about uh, Donald Trump pertaining to Charlottesville the shit that went on in Charlottesville yeah, saying like, fuck him. Or oh, they don't roll with him. Yeah, I know KD say they don't roll with his ass. Yeah. Yeah, but LeBron Donald tweeted, Trump. Hate has always existed in America. Yes, we know that. But Donald Trump just made it fashionable again. Facts. Uh, I agree. I definitely agree. But fashionable, I wouldn't say... Uh, fashionable because racism ain't a fad. Racism yeah, ain't no trend. But listen, Right now, you can say, "Man, f- hey, what well, fuck? A, uh, fuck the blacks." I think he, I think he made it overt again. Yeah, you can say, "Fuck the blacks," and people be like, "Yeah, fuck the blacks." Like, yeah, that's fashionable to me. It used to be covert with the with the hoods and shit. And LeBron's a smart guy. Like he say, fashionable. Now they can wear it on their sleeve, <laughs> so you speak. You know, that's a punchline on a punchline. I mean, I guess you could say that, but... Yeah, that's what he said. They're making it fashionable. But it's more overt now. They're so. wearing it on their sleeve. Now it's easy to say, fuck you, nigga, in the public. And you like, damn, yo. Damn, yo, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, damn, man. yo, this bitch called be fuck you, nigga. Like, that shit be... Uh, should be sleep. <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker better not call me no hey, fucking boy. They that's hate over. crime. They can, yeah they can't play like that. Yeah. Them, them games is, is not to be tolerated with. Like, I don't disrespect you, don't disrespect me. You know what I'm saying? You stay in your place. Yeah, but it's all I about how, how you carry place. yourself. Of course. You mean, but, to. I mean, yeah, it, nah, it's not even that. It's about how you talk to folks. Yeah, that's what I mean, too. But when they see how the way you carry yourself... Nah, because they carry themselves just as bad. Let's not play that game. No, they're worse. They carry... The, I wouldn't say all that shit, but they carry themselves just as bad as they think we carry ourselves yeah. so them, that type of shit they can, they can keep that but what Kevin Durant has said was uh, he said a little bit more than that he was at the little um, where he was parading with the trophy and everything and they um, they asked him uh, he had an uh, interview with uh, ESPN's Chris Haynes and uh, Durant said he make his voice heard by not accepting the invitation to visit the president when they asked him about, of course the Golden State Warriors won the title, they asked him about going to the the White House. Even though no formal invite was extended to the champion Golden State Warriors, but a visit to the White House isn't slated until probably like February, late February, when the uh, Warriors go to DC to play the Wizards, which is convenient, of course, but K- Kd also went to state. That's just me personally, but if I know my guys well enough, they'll agree with me. Talking about his teammates, and he said he also said he don't respect who's in office. So, you think it's important for um, KD and well, people of the stature of KD and LeBron to speak up about um, social issues and in, in our neighborhoods and across America? I mean across the country, I would say that that's that's what they civil duty should be. That's what you call giving back. Because at the end of the day, it's not going to change nothing. They can talk about it all day, but guess where they live? They live where they live. <laughs> so <laughs> what's the difference? They have to say it coming out of the house or well, in in an interview, you have to say it. But when you go home, y'all drive to the same neighborhoods. And like, get out of here. But they have to say it's a civil duty. I don't get what you're saying. Like, it's like they live you, you in the with area, it, but you disagreeing with no, it. No, I'm not disagreeing with it. I'm just saying they have to say it. That's a civil duty. They have to. They don't have to say shit. Jordan ain't never say shit. And look at the look at the athletes. He, he picking up. There's Brian and shit. He ain't saying shit either. Yeah. They don't have to say shit. I respect them for saying that shit. You know what I'm saying. I but respect them But do you believe they vacation and they uh, man Lebron, Lebron, party, man, both they, of them boys came. Both of them boys came from shit. Both of them boys came from. Nah, I know they did. Hard lives. You know what I'm saying. You don't. A part of them kids. got. A part of them believe it, especially especially Lebron. Lebron got boys. You know what I'm saying. Lebron got young black men. Yeah, I know he. No, I know Lebron feels, but I'm talking about Katie and like Katie. Man, I'm sure KD gonna have kids one day, man, and they, I'm pretty sure they're gonna be black. So like what they got to they don't have nothing to win by doing they don't yeah, they don't have nothing to gain by doing this. They got everything to lose. Well, this is our first time seeing KD speak out. We've seen LeBron speak out plenty of times. I mean, he did it when he was in Miami with the Trayvon shit. So we know, like he orchestrated that shit. Him he, and he been he been doing that shit but with know, Eric Gardner, Tamir Rice, saying, but we just seen that. LeBron man. is probably doing it the most out of all the all the athletes and, and all the black athletes out here. Well, LeBron, LeBron probably being, doing it the most. LeBron and nobody gonna say nothing to him about it. He doesn't have to. I mean, what is there to say? That's what I'm saying. Twelve year old boy gets shot in Cleveland. He, he got a son to talk about that. He that's, got a son that's almost reaching that age. Yeah, his son. Yeah, his son around that age. That's what I mean. Twelve years old. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. Just imagine losing your child at twelve. They ain't, they don't know what the fuck going on at twelve years old. These children, man. That's those are our gold mines. We got to make sure we raise our children right. And when they see the police, we got to treat them with respect. Because they don't give a damn about young blacks. They feel like you hot-headed and you, and you got something. I mean, it ain't even on the, 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 the people getting pulled over. It's the people that's pulling you over. Yeah, but we still have to train our the. Our, I mean, yeah, you people. respect them. You Of yeah, course yeah, you no respect matter how authority. how hostile they get and how, and, and how uncomfortable you feel, stick to the script. Nah, you respect authority. But at the end of the day, it's not—it ain't the only work that we got to do. Is work they got to do as well. They yeah. shouldn't be scared as soon as they pull somebody over. Like, bash, oh, I number, smell weed. I fear game. for my life. Weed yeah. made you fear for your life? Like simple shit like that. Like, come on, let's not play this game. But they can play that game because you know what I'm saying they program the game. Yeah. So they can play that game. We can't play that game. Yeah, we can. nah we go somewhere. okay, we go to uh, to somewhere and say, I smell weed. I fear for my life, so I just started shooting. I started shooting the person I seen. What they gonna do? What these judges gonna do? What these crackers gonna do? Nah, nah, they're gonna do due process. Do nah? Ain't no due process. What they gonna do? They gonna gonna lock your ass up. You in the hole for life. Probably get the death penalty just because you brought that sorry ass excuse to this courtroom. Talk about you smell weed. All right. So, what's your thoughts on Charlottesville? All that Mm -hmm. shit that went on in Charlottesville. My thoughts. Personal thoughts. We already knew how y'all think, but now y'all letting it show. And you think they give a fuck? Uh, no. It's a strategy they to all the everything that, that people do it. Like they say, they already got us programmed for a thousand years. I believe it. So they doing this little by little. They got the mass. Yeah, much. they got the masses programmed for years to come. We underwhelmed still. They got all our people locked up in their graves. But that's why you gotta take the time out and the effort to to keep pushing forward. You can't. You can't. It ain't time to find no excuses. No, not at all. You gotta build with the people that you got. I think right now it's an opportunity for us. Right now it's an opportunity moment. You gotta build. You gotta build. You know build how many with you people? Got? You know how many people right now will want to start black business just to get people irate? Like black business gonna be booming soon. Trust me. Man, we can't just start it's businesses. We gotta get on the same page first. Nah, we're gonna get on the same page once 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 we start seeing our own black stores pop up everywhere. Nah. Once we start popping up like how you see, how you see a new chain just pop up, they got, oh shit, they got six locations uh all through the city now. When you see black businesses pop up like bing, 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 then you're gonna start seeing how we shift our money. Cause guess what? We already know who the number one consumers are. African Americans. Number one consumers. We bought the shelf. Supply and demand is because of us. When you talk about retail markets, retail is what what the world goes by. That's what they go ahead and post up every month about, oh, unemployment rate is this. Oh, job market is this. Oh, the index is this. Okay. Um, Yeah, you're right about that, but we're gonna get into what the hell um, happened in Charlottesville. But uh, that's just bullshit. Yeah. Uh, white uh, racist. I don't even know why they try to get these motherfuckers named with neo Nazis and all that shit, man. He racist. Just say racist. Racist and white supremacists went to Charlottesville to protest the city's plan to tear down Confederate monuments, particularly a statue of Confederate General Robert E. Lee, who we spoke about. Uh, in previous podcasts this has become a hot button topic over the past several years I don't know about no damn years but um as civil rights groups, And protesters have condemned the monuments and symbols of Confederacy that fought to maintain slavery and white supremacy in America. White supremacy still exists alive and well, so. They're white nationalists now. Nah, fuck that nationalist shit. (laughs) I know, Uh, they switched the name. (laughs) When they, yeah, they they always trying to come up with these aliases. (laughs) Gotta rebrand. When they met, when they was met by counter protesters, I don't even know why counter protesters is out there, but um, meaning the 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 black people and the white people that's out there. But anyway, they surrounded and eventually attacked the counter protesters, triggering triggering brawls. Things quickly spun out of control as protesters and counter protesters faced off and clashed around the city. Eventually, Virginia Governor uh, Terry McAuliffe declared a state of emergency and police <laughs> told the crowds to disperse. If you, I'm going to just touch on something. Because they're going to have to shoot at both. I'm going to add this. <laughs> I'm gonna, no, no, no. That, that ain't even the case. I'm going to add this in there. If you looked at what they showed in these videos, in these protests, when these so-called these, I guess, I don't even know if there was Black Lives Matter. They were just out there talking about with, with a bunch of signs that said Black Lives Matter. I hate when they try to throw that Black Lives Matter shit in, like they, and they, and then they label them a terrorist organization. I right, come on, man. Y'all, black, uh, anyway, if you watch the video, the cops was only shouting to them that they have to disperse or they're going to get locked up. Why are you yelling at the counter protesters? They not the ones causing the, the, the violence. If you looked at the, all the chaos in, in Charlottesville, the counter-protesters wasn't the ones causing the the violence. They was out there to let let them know what was what was that, that what they was doing was wrong. I wouldn't have been out there, to be honest. Hell no I wouldn't have been out there For what I'm not gonna entertain What the fuck y'all doing Y'all do what y'all doing Y'all get the fuck on I'm not man I'm not worried about What the fuck y'all doing This, this So I could get out there And it And then the police Let them do what the fuck They wanna do All these white folks Why y'all just, wanna mace me And nah man Fuck all life. Listen Whenever you see A bunch of white people The police And a little bit of group Of black people Nah I'm not going let me let me yeah, let me finish on. I'm yeah, sure. I agree. Let me finish on with this with the little with what uh else went down in um Charlottesville. As one group of counter-protesters move away from the demonstrations, a Dodge Challenger. I don't even know why this shit say allegedly driven. Driven by Nazi uh Alex Fields drove into the crowd. The driver killed 32-year-old Heather no. Heyer, a local from Charlottesville who went to the protest to her and her mother's friend, her mother and her friend said to stand against the hate and bigotry. That's one person that um, casualty the these um, racists killed or whatever. A white woman named Heather Heyer. Rest in peace to Heather Heyer out there fighting a good fight on the R. right R. side R. of history. RIP. A state police helicopter responded to the protest crashed and two officers were killed. Two white officers was killed trying to go and combat the racism that's going on, unnecessary racism that was going on. Mm. But they lost their lives. So three people, the Heather Heyer and the two cops that was killed, and dozens of others were injured as a result of the white supremacist supremacist protests in Charlottesville. Of course, after all the chaos, Trump held a, a scheduled bill signing event But he used the moment to speak out about the chaos in Charlottesville. He said, we condemn the strongest possible terms, this egregious display of hate, bigotry and violence on many sides, on many sides. Whatever. Then he, uh, I guess he was asked to clarify the statement. Yeah. Yeah. And the White House official doubled down. The president, said, uh, the White House official said, the president was condemning hatred, bigotry, and violence from all sources and all sides. There was violence between protesters and counter-protesters today. It was only after a day of criticism that the White House, but not Trump himself, of course, on Sunday clarified that when Trump condemned violence and bigotry on many sides of course that includes white supremacists KKK neo-Nazis and all extremist groups so why couldn't he just state that at the press conference are we surprised that he never called out these white supremacists No. mention KKK nope his friends are, the KKK. are we are we really surprised by this like seriously not at all because that shows you He in bed with him. That's his basis. That's his group. That's his, that's who who got him there. He he ain't gonna gonna do nothing to to harm them or to upset them. For what? He trying to get that other foe. Hmm. Flip through these papers, man. Man. Another forward Trump gonna kill us. I mean, nah, I mean, I ain't even I ain't worried about that. I mean, I, I got a few few questions for um, add on common sense a little bit. Okay, first of all, what the hell you thought was gonna happen when racists got across the street from black people? And when these uh, rallies do occur, how come the racists ain't the ones being killed? Whether they protesters or counter protesters. I said that I said that when Trump got uh elected. I was at all these protests, I said boy, ain't nobody get hurt. Nobody got hurt. Number two. And it was fucking shit up. Why the fuck did Charlottesville approve their permit anyway? Knowing that it was a hate rally. But hey, it's Virginia, you know what I'm saying? We we we, we know that already. I love you we know that answer. And why the fuck these motherfuckers call that alt-right? What the fuck is up? What is right about them? What's right about this? But fucking Donald Trump did not say nothing, you know what I'm saying? We already, we know what it is, you know what I'm saying? He a, he a racist, he a bigot, he a degenerate, you know what I'm saying? Of course he gonna stick up for him. Like I said, that's his basis. There's no place for that here. Yeah. That's all right, man. They allow that shit to occur, so... You just gotta be smart about how, like, how you moving and what you doing nowadays. That's it, man. You just gotta be a smart, be smart about it. You know what I'm saying? Charlottesville. I hope y'all get that shit right. At that, uh, at these rallies, you know what I'm saying? Those are crackers out there. <laughs> Those are flat out. Nah, fuck saltines. Flat out <laughs> racist crackers. They want white folk. They want white people. White people. It's a difference. White people, white people, nice. white people are civilized. They going about their business. These crackers here, they go around fucking with people, Uneducated. trying to find some, <laughs> trying to find some shit to just get into, just to be, just to be stupid. You know what I'm saying So we finna give y'all the difference of what the white, what white people and crackers is. I'ma get into. Uh, you, you want to go? <laughs> Because this got yeah. my blood this got my blood boiling. Go ahead, man. Go ahead and kill it. I want to hear it. All right, I so really laugh. I'm going to give you a rundown of what the word cracker means and how it came about. This nigga mind works great. It's the basis from when the slave master uh-huh. or the overseer used the whip, used to whip the slaves or use the whip. You know what I'm saying? Knowing if you swing the whip around or could quickly whip the whip, it makes a, a, a cracking noise. Okay. So that's why they started calling them crackers because of the, the wh- them carrying around the whips and it makes that cracking noise. Mm-hmm. So of course, if they come in to whip you, it makes Crank. that noise and they, yeah, they that's why they call them crackers. Mm-hmm. Pretty much the same mentality for niggas in our community in the, uh, in the cities when they spot the police patrolling. The police is pretty much in these black neighborhoods to keep you in line, keep you in check. Similarly to why overseers uh, patrol and overlook the slaves on the plantation to keep them in order, to keep the order, keep them in line. Okay. That's why uh, we refer to certain white people as crackers. Like you, the cops who shoot people that's unarmed, judges and cops who lack uh, apathy for what's going on, for all the wrongdoings and shit that's in the neighborhood and only care about their conviction rates. Even with some of this, the uh, the black uh, cops, you know what I'm saying? They pull you over, and they they worse than the white or the white cops. They give you a harder time than these white cops. I want to shout to we judge. call their ass we call their ass crackers too. Fuck it. Yeah, man. Basically, man, when we say crackers, man, we basically use that for the police. That's mainly the police. Hell, nah, crackers is overseers. Anybody is overseer, yeah. not just the police. Could be anybody. Anybody, your boss. Damn. Anybody, they crackers. Cause if they, if they, like, <laughs> like they say, the, crack, the crackers is is overseers or the crackers is the people that keep you in line. Your boss gonna patrol around the, your job to keep you in line. Yeah, but they, police patrol they neighborhood to keep you in line. Judge gonna patrol around your case to keep you in line. Yeah, but some of your bosses could be just you know white people. Nah, but if they Civilized. Nah, if they, if they, if you feel like they trying to keep you in line. Yeah, like I say, they they white people. But if they if they got a if you feel like they got a different agenda, then you can call them what they, they they call them what it is or what you think they is. They're a cracker. I don't Simple know, as they that. They turn into the- <laughs> white people. Nah. <laughs> you Crackers. Yeah, you call them what they is. If you feel like they they giving you a hard time or they 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 not being genuine. Yeah. About what they what their real agenda is. See, Because when like. they want to hire you They ask you Hey why you need a job And this and that You being genuine right Yeah So don't be disingenuous In my face Yeah true But you asking me To be genuine to you I'm not yeah. coming in this bitch to say yeah I'm finna rob y'all ass In a couple months <laughs> So be on the lookout Yeah so be on the lookout <laughs> Like nah I'm coming in this bitch Like man I really need a job I got a daughter I got a I got a two year old son Or some shit You know what I'm saying Yeah shoot That's, that's being gen- Yeah that's DJ, being genuine You trying to get the job so don't sit here and sugarcoat to my face. Nah, tell me the truth. Hate me, hate me in my face cuz you know what I'm saying? That's the best way cuz I'm gonna hate you and yours. I'm just I'm not going to fuck with you. That's it. So don't sit here and play like you fuck with me when you actually you don't. You know what I'm saying? When well, actually you don't. Oh, cuz yeah. when they when you piss them off, they damn sure gonna try they gonna call you a nigga or take your ass back to the ghetto. That's that's just a, a cop out for not calling you a nigga. Oh, take your ass back to the, like, that. I'm I'm well educated. That don't mean shit. I mean, I I can't can't go back to the ghetto. At the end of the day, shit me. Shit me. At the end of the day, nigga, you still black. Niggas don't know. It's hard to be a nigga. Of course, man. Trust me. But, uh, yeah, I think we covered everything, bro. Got anything else you want to add in? Yeah, man. Hey, anybody out here in the area... Come out here and see me September 10th. I'll be at the Open House Bar Lounge out in course uh, Coral Gables. 6 o'clock. It's a Sunday. It's a day show. They're going to be out here doing some new joints. Off the new EP. Facts. That's about it. Thanks, I'm so looking forward to that. Uh, that's 300 a- people going to be there too, man. Facts. So we're going to go ahead and get that shit vibing. For sure. Well, you can stay in touch with us at the Pushes Podcast on all social medias, along with keeping up with the show on SoundCloud, Google Play Music, who we're going we gonna to be on there soon. Got to get that right back up on Anchor and on iTunes. Also, be sure to rate and leave a review on iTunes and Google Play Music. We are the Pushes Podcast, and this was episode five, and we'll be back on next week. Fuck with us. Fuck with us. Trust me.